You ready? All right. Welcome back to the Raised Hunting Podcast. And today, I'm the special guest along with Easton. We're both special guests because Warren is going to actually tell us. So, for whatever reason, we don't know what the topic is of today's podcast until Warren tells us. And he wasn't telling us until we start. So, I can't wait. This should be quite interesting considering that he's the one that has Warren's whatever facts wacky facts warren's wacky facts so i can't <laughs> is wait that what to it's called or did that's I just a come up separate with that? segment no that's what it's called okay i thought so too yeah all uh, right so take off let's see what we're doing here okay first off real quick i have to apologize to all of you guys because i absolutely railed this easton was correct Oh, was I did not know if he was going to admit that good or thing, not. And he good thing did. we're hey, filming that. I always, I, I, you I don't always, hear that very Hey, often. you are recording, right? That is false. Okay, I always perfect. take ownership of it. We're going to make one of those r- remix like music videos of Ethan's right. Ethan's oh, right. Hold on. Don't, well, there don't, is, you're going to jinx it if you okay, keep going. Okay, go on. Go on. There is, in fact, from what I can find, no way to figure <laughs> out who <laughs> left us reviews on Spotify. So I thank all of you guys. But like I said, I screwed it up pretty good. So is what we're going to do is we took all of you guys that have responded, which that's the other thing that we don't know. The thing we've told you guys tons of episodes that we don't know how to respond to you yet on there. And so that's why we do it on here. I assumed that you guys probably left reviews. And so I took your guys' names and put you in a pot. And then we took the Apple people and put you in a pot. And uh, so, like I said, this is my fault and I apologize and I screwed this one up. So you guys let me know how you want to do it next time um because it was not the outcome that was intended so shout outs real quick on on apple people cm272 kentucky spain nick not and d michael p nick not is consistent he's the man yes there's lots of you guys that are being consistent and apple people are getting after it now so we really appreciate you guys so spotify chef scott you won one hat so please shoot us a message on Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever's easiest for you. Just get a hold of us. Or you can reply on the on the thing because you know how to do that. But you're going to have to give us information for us to get a hold of you because I don't know how to answer on there yet. Chef Scott, which is weird because I'm technically inclined. And then Apple Cole underscore Courtney won the other one. So with that being said, I think we have our household items out of the way. Uh, you got it, man. You're all right. Rolling. So the topic that we're going to cover is one that I was presented with on a podcast the other day, okay? And I won't say their name because I don't know if they want me to throw them under the bus or not. But it's two two, two really good buddies, and they're kind of in a conflict. Are okay? you saying that you're on so many podcasts that people couldn't do process of elimination? Oh, no, they definitely <laughs> could. But I just don't know if those guys want me to, like, chuck them out All there. Right, fair enough. I think it was the Hunter's Advantage guys or something like that. Uh, so, anyways... If you go listen to the Hunter's Advantage podcast, you might hear what we're going to go ahead and throw them under the bus because yeah. I had to try to mediate for them. Okay, so is what he was what the question I was presented with was if you had let's just say you know never killed a deer bigger than one twenty, okay, and but yet you've been fortunate enough to kill quite a few deer, and now you have a place that is supposedly a really good quality place, but the there's other people on that place, meaning like a lease type situation, um, and you've had opportunities at deer of equivalent size or bigger. Like as in you, the lease situation, like you, like you the and three a couple of bodies lease, lease it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and it's in a really good area, and they're trying to manage it well, you know, and get these deer to a certain age. Okay. It, the question was, at what point do you pass a deer bigger than anything that you've killed, 
for the premise of age. Okay? So if you've never killed anything bigger than 120, at what point do you pass a deer that's 130, even if he's, if he's three? You don't. That was my that was my thought. Now the only thing the only thing I'll say that I think you have to keep in mind there is what about in the event that this is a really good piece of property and you have other people on this same place that are lease that are also on the lease that are trying to manage. manage. So okay, so is there some type of rules or guidelines? Because I feel like that every person would be different in this situation. I mean, but if there's something that you've kind of set yourself into that you gotta follow well, I think that's what makes it really interesting is because you have two two sides of this. One, I think a lot of us hunt places with buddies. And there's I think a lot of times there's like imaginary lines drawn there, right? Where it's kind of like, hey, we're not going to shoot this one where the other person may not necessarily agree with that, you know? And so as as friendships, I think you have to be really careful with your friendships on sharing properties and stuff like that. But basically is what his one buddy was saying is that he really wanted to see him kill a good deer, you know, a deer bigger than anything he'd been able to kill yet, and that he didn't think he should be worrying about the age yet. You know, if, if the biggest deer of your life if 130-inch deer came by, shoot that sucker, because it's bigger than anything you've ever killed so far. Yes. Okay. I have an opinion somewhat. Hold on. And what about the guy that would be the shooter? He's thinking he has to wait for something bigger? Um, he's kind of in a, in, in two places. It sounds from what I was able to gather, it sounds like one, he's partly feels as though, um, he doesn't want to do that and irritate other people on the right. lease and loses opportunity to hunt there. And then the second part of that was he feels as though it'd be more fulfilling to kill a bigger deer that was old is or he, mature. Is he okay with a five-year-old deer that's 125, 130. Absolutely. As long if it's five years old, I mean, or I don't know what they're, maybe it's four. I mean, but if you I think they were trying to shoot for five. Right. Yeah. And, and supposedly the whole neighborhood and everything is managed well. Like there's, like if the deer makes it, there's a good chance he's going to, he's going to make it. Meaning, I guess if you pass the deer, there's a good chance he's going to live. He's probably not going to go get smoked right away on the neighbor's property. Sounds like. I put it in perspective of types of hunters. Because I think there's a good general uh, rule of thumb that there's three types of hunters. And I don't think that there's one better than the other or not good. Like, it's not okay to be, which is is kind of surprising for some people. But out of the three hunters, the only thing that would be a commonality would be that you're hunting for the right reasons. Such as conservation, you're getting meat, whatever else. But the type of three type of hunters, there's, there's somebody who's going for age class. There's somebody who is going for the size of the antlers, and then there's somebody who doesn't give a crap either way. Like they're they're they just want to hunt. Meat hunter. Yep. So a meat hunter. So you have three types of hunters. They're all good. They're all fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of them. You have to ask yourself at what stage you're at because if it sounds like for him, it sounds like he's got plenty of experience under his belt, but maybe hasn't necessarily experienced places where there's larger deer. Maybe this is the first place. So in my opinion, you would start with the antler size as opposed to an age caliber because and I'm just going off kind of what I've done because I was the shoot anything like I I wasn't passing anything anything that I got like got my heart going that's what I was good with it okay once I got past that then I was like okay well I've shot 134 inch deer I would like to kill 135 inch deer (laughs) like that's that's the next step you know and so 
as I took my steps into the size of them, I went into the antler size. So I went from not caring, just to shooting whatever, to antler size, to now I'm to the point of not necessarily just age range because in the places that I hunt, I can't necessarily control that very well. Other people have a pretty dang good chance at killing those deer too. But I'm still going to try to find, like, if I have a three-year-old that's 150 and I think that there's a chance that he could make it, I'm going to tr- I'm gonna take the risk probably. I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, let's, hopefully he's there next year. So in my opinion, for him, he's got to just weigh whether or not he cares more about an aged deer or cares more about the size of the deer because an aged deer is a whole nother, I mean, in my opinion, depending on where you're at, a 150-inch deer could be a heck of a challenge, depending on what is on your well, farm. Well, they said he said that the top end on this place is, um, it seems as though for the most part is low 150s. Like that's your so they have deer. a lot. Oh well, well I mean they no, have some big deer. Like for us, like our, like I'd say our top ends for the most part is 170s. Yeah. You know, we may have a few outliers that are right. over that, but for the most part, like 170 kind of seems to be our top range. And there's 150. Yes. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. My point was that, like, wherever your area is, that if it's a 150-inch deer, like you're saying, that might be the biggest ones, or 170, if you select that, like, I want to kill between 140 to 150-inch deer, whatever that eight or that size range is, is a pretty big or a pretty tough uh, challenge, in my opinion, because it's the fewest amount that are there, and you got to hone in on where one or two of those deer are at, but... I think it's even harder for an age caliber. If you're going for specific deer that are five to six, seven, eight years old, they've obviously made it that long. And whether they're really, really big or not, that is that is going to be harder because not only is there going to be less of them, there's going to be less of them, and they're, the the ones that are there are going to be in, uh, incredibly intelligent. Or unless unless you get really lucky and they're just a really lucky deer. But the chances of that, they typically aren't going to last that long if they – are there so in my opinion you got to he's got to step up the ranks he's got to understand if he wants if he wants to just jump to that that extra challenge go for it there's nothing wrong with it either way but when you're on a lease with your buddies you better be open to each other like this is my goals like this is what I want to do before you even get into the lease because if you guys aren't going to be on the same page you ain't gonna have friends either well that's it to me the one thing that makes this such an um that makes this question actually interesting it, because otherwise I don't feel like there's any discussion, is his experience. Because I think we would all sit here and tell you, if they're not experienced, and you, yeah, you need to be shooting deer. Yeah. Like, you need to be... Well, it sounds like he's killed quite a few, huh? Okay, so let's take somebody now. Well, that, hang on. Yeah, he is. Look, okay, Well, let ahead. me, let me, because <clears throat> I was in that situation, okay? I grew up, not, not didn't even see a Pope and Young deer until I was in my 20s. And then when we moved to Montana, I still had not killed a Pope and Young deer. And that was kind of... The only reason Pope and Young just stood out was it was a number that I, mark. it was something that I could clarify. I didn't really, uh, you know, what, when someone would describe a 10 point buck or an eight point buck, I knew what they were talking about, if it was Pope and Young or not. Right. And so <clears throat> I moved to Montana and I can tell you right now at that point in my life, if someone had told me that I needed to hold out for an age class deer, I would have been like, I'm out. You know, I mean, I was trying to kill a, a good deer, a, what I've considered a dream buck of mine. Now, at that point, though, I didn't have the the success that he had had. I had killed lots of deer with my bow, but I had not killed a Pope and Young white tail. I hadn't had an opportunity to even hunt one. 
So once I killed one, then it was, I didn't, I didn't necessarily, like you're saying you went from 135 or 134 to 135. Mine was 125 or bigger each year. That, I just wanted to repeat that, pro, keep that benchmark. Consistent. Yeah, consistent. And, and so, and at the same time, I would say I was hunting something similar to what he is. My high-end mark where I was hunting in Montana was about the 150 mark. Yeah. You know, there you didn't, it wasn't like I was like, well, if I don't, if I, if I shoot this deer, I'm not going to kill one of the big ones. I only had one or two of the big ones to hunt, you know, and gosh, dang, when you hit the rattling antlers and one comes running in and he's what you've been dreaming of for, and it's going to be your third one in that. So therefore I have a wall full of 125 to 135 inch kind of deer. And was, was there even a 150 there to hunt every year though? Not yeah, every year. I don't think like a mid forties was probably the the really yeah, the biggest deer that you had. You'd see one, you know, but but for the number of deer that there was, yeah, it was few Rare. and far between, you know. And once in a while, you'd see one that would wander through that was bigger. You yeah. know, I saw one hundred and sixty some inch kind of deer once. I think, but not that not necessarily that were there where you were getting to hunt no, them, other than MJ. Well, that was later on. I, I now I okay. So then, when when I when we d- moved down and started to hunt, okay. So that's you were saying junk. that was just where you were. Yeah, I was first started. A, uh, yeah, I was hunting a place up by Shoto, Montana. It, it's not you can't hunt it anymore. It's, it used to be a bird preserve. Okay. So it was archery only, and so anyhow, what, that's where I killed a lot of these deer. You know, which is where like now you have just a good chance of having a grizz walk. Oh boy, you, right? Probably a better chance. <laughs> I'd be out. Screw that. So anyhow, that I'm just so my hats off to the guy. If it the the guy who's saying he's going to make that jump to age class, that's a big that's a big deal. You know, um, my hats off to him because he's gonna it's going to be hard on him. But if he's willing to do that, that should be okay. A buddy shouldn't be pushing on him to say, no, you need to shoot that 130 inch deer. It's bigger than anything you've ever shot. You know, well, as mean, far as that see, goes, his buddy though, was all for me because I was like, yeah, you smoke it. You know, <laughs> like. No, I mean, but I did say too. You got to, you got to take in consideration that situation. Meaning, because I told him too. At the same time, it's different if there was no other. That that's where I do think the experience thing is the only thing to me that makes that an interesting topic. Is because he does have the experience too, where maybe a three year old, one forty wouldn't make him happy because he's killed lots of other deer. Where for, we all agree, a newer hunter. You need to be shooting Shoot. those things. Yep. But they also experience. were saying that, you know, that he's saying that some of the younger deer are in the 140 range or so, high 30s, 140s. And to me, I was like, well, if the top end is low 50s, I'm torching the three-year-olds yeah, no too. <laughs> I mean, they, but, but at the same time, maybe these guys are stepping into something where they could end up they think they increasing. Can them. Yeah, yeah, and you can end up well, with some 160-inch kind of deer. If your buddies are on a lease with you, the person that you want with you would be an age-class person. Because no matter what, whether they're... I yeah, mean, the buddies probably would rather have him not shooting, but, you know, yeah. everyone, I'm sure that that... hurt anything. But I would think that they would have had that conversation. I know that there's certain things that, for instance, every place that I ever took someone that was public land when I lived in Montana, I had the discussion with them. Hey, I'd appreciate it if you don't come back here without talking to me first, because technically, you can. Yeah, I can't... That's an I, I, unwritten it, rule. Unwritten unless. rule, but I made it a like a... Not an unwritten rule. I wanted it verbalized that, hey, I'd sure appreciate it. If I show you where I'm about to take you elk hunting, I don't want you coming back here without me. 
and, way and nicer don't, than I would have been. Don't take your friend. Well, I can't blindfold them. You I would have. I would either blindfold them or not take them. Yeah, but it's public. And drug you can't them. stop them from going. Yeah, so there. you, you can't, don't. But you but could you make can, sure you don't ever take them there and they know where it is. That is, I do not agree with either of you on that. Oh, dude. Are you kidding me, you, bro? No. Dude, when you You're work not, as hard as I did to find the places and these guys that can't. Then if that's the case, why take somebody? Because I want, I've had found the place, you know. I'm like, okay, I got a spot. I want to share it with. So I took several different people. You do agree with that, and okay. I will stand on that hill because Joey could have killed your deer last year, and he didn't do it because of respect out of, for you. If Joey took you to an elk spot that was public and he'd worked his ass off to find it, and it was really good and really consistent on producing elk. And he asked you, hey, man, I'm going to show you this place. But, you know, please just do me a favor and don't come back here unless unless I'm with you. Sit there and tell me that you would go in there without Joey. I would respect it. Right. I'm not saying that. But I would not be the one doing saying that. If Joey asked me to do that, I'm going to respect that. But I'm. But because you're a good friend. So otherwise you're a piece of shit friend. No, I'm saying that I wouldn't <laughs> tell somebody that in the first place. Uh, you, I'm, well, you're right. You shouldn't have to. You should, it should be, because I can tell you right now, anyone that's ever taken me to a public place, I've never gone back to unless they invited me back or, because I, because there's, it's just that tough. And maybe it's elk hunting. That's what I'm thinking of when I'm thinking about it. I think it's um, different out West a little bit yes. because there's so much ground that is public. And, but there's so, the elk are only on certain parts of that public. You can waste a whole lot of time on the other 9 million acres and not focused on the 1,000 acre chunk where they all are. If I, throw, if I walk back into a spot I asked a buddy not to go to, we're throwing hands. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> okay, so it's a little off topic, sorry. But anyhow, that there there are some unwritten rules, and I would think that in this particular case, it almost would even be written that, hey, this is what we're trying to do. If he's paying his part, you know, here's what – we're not telling you you can't shoot whatever, but or but we would you know we're trying to manage for five year old deer and trying to see if we man you've stepped into that I you know again um, so I, let's take let's take this situation what should the person be doing that has killed that they killed one deer and then they, their second deer was a one fifty plus or one sixty should they be passing no not a thing no 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 <laughs> okay. no you should still be shooting anything. That's like, you got lucky. We, we've already had that. So, uh, that's like the, the kid that accidentally yeah, kills a 200-inch deer. Not accidentally. You know, well, I mean, got lucky. Yeah. You know, dad puts him down in a tree or whatever, and deer walks by, and he shoots it. Okay, now you don't shoot anything but 220. Yeah. You know, not that. That's Okay, so now let's take another instance, okay? Another one for us. Sure. This will be really interesting, I think. Your biggest deer is 180. Yours is 167. Mine's 176. So... Let's say that... Hey, I'm not actually that far off. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's the first time I put those numbers together. <laughs> so, let's say that... Dang, hey, I'm proud of that. <laughs> that, that, that is, and if you want to get down to brass tacks, I'm actually 179, 179 and 7.8. Well, I'm 176 and 5.8. Yeah, so... You said 176, you, though. Yeah, but what are you, 167 and an 8? Two 8s. Yeah, you didn't, none yeah, of, you didn't round up on any of your guys, so you can't round up on mine and put me into a whole new spectrum. We can't. We, we haven't broke this the one. He hasn't broken one If we don't care the the count the numbers of them, though. Do what? Numbers. If we don't count, you said that you're close. You are of the top three. But then yeah, if we okay, start going into up. our number twos and threes. Yeah, but if we go into those, I'm even closer. <laughs> 
with your number one. Yeah, yeah but you, well, hold not on. your number two. But you also got to take into account how many years of hunting, especially Iowa. Yes, he that's has granted. Several years less. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on with whatever you. I don't know what you're going with that. Where, this is where I'm going. Okay, that's what I'm asking you to continue on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. Okay, you have. A, he is referring. He's looking at David right now. Yeah, so I'm looking at David. You have a 187 show up, and you're about 95 percent sure he's three. Shoot, and where he's at, there's a 50 50 shot Shoot. that he makes it if you pass him or not. Shoot, probably, what are you doing? I'm probably shooting. Shoot, it, it, he's it, three. Although, who cares? Well, I can shoot. <laughs> well, but I've had this situation with a Boone and Crockett deer on. Uh, What's his nuts? Um, nuts is what? No, um, Cage. Cage mm. would have been my biggest deer. I still think he would have outscored any deer I'd ever killed at the time. What and was your second, 172? I was at 172 or something he like that. He shot all 172s as well. You two both have like five 172s together, and then he's got one 179, and you have one 176. But, I, but when he I came. 171. No. Oh, 172. Splits, Splits is 172 and something. They all go twos. So we have, we have They're all base 172. Base drop is 172. So we have uh, <laughs> like seven between five, two of five, us? Five. You have five three, don't you, or four? Or yeah, I have three 172s. And he has uh, two. I have two. So that's five 172s. And then you have a 176, and he has a 179. There must be something wrong with my tape. Get <laughs> the same number. Did you just time. not realize this? Well, I didn't realize it was quite that well, bad. You guys did but, it back to back to back to back pretty much, too. But, it, but so in that case... Deer walks in, biggest deer that I would have ever shot, I believed, looking at him. Yeah, he's probably mid-70s. And it, you took a little bit of talking me out of it because I grabbed my bow. I'm, I'm grabbing yeah, but my here's the difference. It's a good thing I one. wasn't in the tree with you because I would have been saying, shoot, baby. Yeah. <laughs> here's the difference with that one, though. One, most of those deer had been making it. Not the case anymore, but they had been. Right. Two, that deer was, he could have gone 172. I don't think he did, but he was probably not much... I think 175 when you was the, the two top dagger end. points, he but, was there. So my point is now we're only talking three inches from something that you've accomplished and done it with mature deer. So now we're going to go, I think that you could say that, what did I say, 187? 187, yeah. 187, it would be notably bigger than your biggest so far. Now the only, so I don't well, let's, just finish, let's just finish your, your thought and we'll go to his opinion and my opinion, What which... You're making your opinion very obvious, so I don't know that we'll need to do as that. As much as I would like to say I'm shooting, if I think he's three, I'm going to probably take my chances. If I am filming you this year, then I will be practicing with your bow for the rest of the summer. <laughs> well, then that makes me shoot because I, that don't, he's going to no, die. Yeah, he's going to die. So. <laughs> Um, okay. We have a neighbor. That, well, that made that decision. <laughs> we have a neighbor that muzzleload hunts, and he leaves food. Everything he does is legit, I'm, and I have no problem with him killing the deer. But I know if certain deer, if they get by us, they're going to get killed by him or one of his buddies. And so, you know, they're – Or he's going to get mad at you for but shooting I, But I was going to say, at, at the same token, if it was a three-year-old deer, he would let it go. Okay, so now would. let's say this. Let's, let's go – I'd knock Let's go – Say, here let's you go, go, punch me in the head. 200. It's an absolute super freak. And it's a 200-inch three-year-old. I'll tell you the answer for him. 50-50. You take, you shooting him or you passing him? No, I'll tell you. He just doesn't hunt him. 
That's that's what I try to. That's do. what he does. I he just, just doesn't I don't go, go there, so I don't get put in that situation. We've had Even two, two hundred, yeah. dude. We have had two deer that Ma- have, maybe Ma- not two hundred, but Mongo, that have been big. Mongo, Ooh. I avoided like the plague. Oh, three. There's three. I wasn't even thinking of that. I think if we didn't know what we know about deer when, when we had Mongo, though, we'd have been trying to kill him. Uh-uh. He was three, 100%. But he wasn't on us much at all. He was on, yeah, he was. In the, he was right in the, at the one camera several times during the day in the middle of the rut. I, he was only once during October, wasn't it? Uh-uh. Yeah, we had multiple. And no, I saw him during the day. Was there? During deer season. Who, there wasn't anyone that was you 200. You have Sean that was avoided, not even hunted the year before yeah. because he was young. Yeah, agreed. but he wasn't 200. He, I said, yeah. or was, big, like 180, 190s plus. But we're in a different number category when we hit 200. No, when they get over 180, they're all I, freaking insanely exactly. huge. Exactly. I quit, I quit counting. 200 is the question. Okay, we I, know this deer is 200. I agree with Easton that, that what I do is I avoid hunting them. I don't go there. If if I think the deer is off limits and it's going to put me in a really okay. tough okay, hold on. mental I'm not done. situation. I'm not done. You have one farm and you only no. can hunt that farm. Nope. And there's a 200-inch three-year-old on it. Do you no. pass or not? No, shoot There's it. a six-year-old in the same place that's probably 160 or something. But he's in the same place and you really want to try and kill this deer. You really like this deer. Actually, he's seven. The dude needs to go. He's okay. old as dirt. He's in the same place, same farm, and there's a chance that the the two Hondo is going to walk by. What are you going to do? I'll, I'll probably hunt there, try to kill the six or seven year old deer. And then what happens when the two hundred walks in? I, you got to let him go if you're going to, if you really truly are, are if you're okay, if you're truly okay. I, you, the place where this comes from, I can tell you where I think that if I can't kill it on video, I don't shoot. Well, I've and never had that problem. I know that, and but I I have had <laughs> yeah, we have many, had many arguments on this one before. But it, that's the same thing. Do you pull the trigger or not? And I have definitely not. So do we need to ask me then? You're shooting. I know you're oh, shooting. Oh yeah. However, I will say this: the one eighty, the one eighty five, or whatever. If it's a deer that is just one of those spindly deer, and he's just got so many points because he's only three that get him to one eighties. I'm not shooting him. Now, if he's a if he's a, a three year old that is a just a there's something crazy about him. He's just a freaking mass monster at three, and he's 180s, and he can't be like 181 or 182. He's got to be solid 180s. How many? Situ- I'm shooting him. How many situations did you just give him? Three. Yeah, like I don't know. Okay, well, number one, if there's any deer that size, he could be one years old, and I'm going to target that deer. <laughs> <laughs> number two if there is a 200 inch deer and a six-year-old that's a 160 i'm calling joey and i'm saying joey come sit with we're gonna me. double and up as long as that one comes in he's shooting that one and i'm shooting the big one too so i don't give a crap the six-year-old's still going and one of us is killing a 200 easton everybody's sitting there thinking man i hope easton's not my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> so what about what about if what if he's four 200 and he's four shoot it, it, it's all the it same. Doesn't change it though. No, what the only thing that changes it for me is where. Where is it? Is it a place where I feel like that I have a good that chance definitely of this has deer? A role, I think it, have, has a good chance of making it. Then I probably am. I let him go and take my chances. Even at four. Even at four. I two years ago mm. I passed up two Boone and Crockett deer. Yeah, but you've done that before. That's yeah, there's a difference to me between like if I've, I've killed one. Like now, like I could go shoot a if. A three-year-old or a four-year-old 170-inch deer, I would feel guilty about. Not guilty, because it's okay if I wanted to do that. It wouldn't fulfill 
my person, what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to achieve. And I think that's because I've been fortunate enough to do that with, with some maturity deer. the first one I shot was four. I told everybody, we're not shooting that deer. Then I saw that deer walking towards me and he's 20 inches bigger than anything I'd killed. And I'm like, Oh my God, I am stupid. Yeah, I agree. And I shot him. I got smart real quick. So I think there's got to be different levels. Now, like if it was a 200 inch three year old and it was somewhere where I really, where we really thought this deer could make it. I, that one, I probably would be doing the same thing as you and trying to avoid the area because it's like, oh my Lord, what could this thing become? And and what that becomes is, because we don't hunt places that are big enough to harbor a deer and keep him there. So you, it, that, like you got a neighbor and the neighbor says, hey, we've decided we won't shoot him either. Let's all let him go and see what he becomes. Then someone comes in from out of nowhere and kills him. So be it. It, I mean, it just wasn't meant to be. But if you get that kind of, and that's what I'm talking about, the na- one neighbor we have, he he would do that. He would let that deer walk. We have a four year old this year though that if he goes, if he does what we think he, um, I, what I, we think he does, I think you might chase him. I do I, believe I do, everybody's going to. But be he's in a place him. where we got very little chance of him making it another year. Oh, the neighbor is pretty good. The one neighbor. Not the other three. <laughs> so here's one for you, Warren. If anybody knows Warren Holder, you know that uh, the only competition anybody has on his girlfriend would be Bullwinkle. And Bullwinkle. What does that mean? As in, if it wasn't for like you not being able to marry Bullwinkle. Oh. Then <laughs> well, I definitely wouldn't be marrying Bullwinkle. That'd be kind of weird. Well, he would consider it. Anyways, I like if the deer, you had yes. a deer that was clearly his genes. That was younger than him, and let's say he's bigger than what Bullwinkle was at four, or f- no, what was Bullwinkle? Yeah, four. At bigger than what Bullwinkle was at four, are you shooting or passing? And this is after you've known what Bullwinkle did and everything. And I know the deer, and how he's how old? He's four. He's four. And so he's bigger than Bullwinkle was probably like whatever Bullwinkle was when he was four. I can't ever keep track of what he was at, where he was at. He was, but he's big. bigger. Yeah, no. Not shooting? No, I got Bullwinkle, so I don't need that one. Oh. <laughs> Unless it gets bigger. Well, I tried to shoot him the year before. I can, I, <laughs> I can only think that there's a lot of people the, out there right now thinking, man, I can't. The numbers they're throwing around, that's just crazy. You well, know? you got to, like we but said before, you got to put in. So if it's a Absolute. 130 for you, then that's what. That's Absolutely. only because we have those available here. Right. Old Chunky right. Monkey was going to get an arrow. Baby. Oh, yeah. Chunky <laughs> Monkey was definitely a. a Bullwinkle, uh, Bullwinkle baby. baby. And yeah. he was like two. Yeah. Was no, he wasn't like him. two. He was two. Yeah. <laughs> he was a 140-inch two-year-old. When, I was when a full draw. When their him. racks don't look correct on their bodies because they got these little pencil necks and these little gangly legs, like, and you and they're 140 already, which we knew him from one. one. When he was one years old, he had like 16 inches of mass on either side. The deer he was, has this little tiny rack, and it's freaking just. I'll bet you. I'll bet you his bladed. mass measurements were more than his beams. Uh, he was his huge. beams were like eleven he inches, so, but he had this just flipping mass. If that would have been two years later, with my experience level, he would have gotten the arrow, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been better you, anyways, because he, he ended, ended up, up dying anyway. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know where, but so anyhow, I, I mean, I think that the that that guy has a challenge ahead of himself i mean as far but if he's okay with it you know if he's okay with letting a deer walk because he wants to better the group of people that he's hunting with and wants to make sure you know he in the long run he's helping everyone by doing what he's doing yeah you know, including himself today's 
question for yourself would be, what hunter are you? Are you the meat hunter, the age hunter, or the score hunter, or the trophy trophy hunter? Yeah. And take the negative connotations out of all of those, if you know of any, because they're all okay. So that's our question for you to think and reflect on yourself for today and today's podcast. Well, but uh, here's the whole thing, though, because I guess if, to give all three of them a name, you have a meat hunter, a manage hunter, and a trophy hunter. I've qualified as all three. Yeah. You know, and granted, if I still lived in Virginia, I probably would not be, I know I wouldn't be killing the caliber of deer that we're killing here in Iowa like we were just talking yeah. about. So, Which lot, it looks like they're killing some big deer there now, though. They are starting, I mean, a lot of the three and four point rules have gone into place, different people are starting to manage. And when you get a whole group, like it's, this guy, it sounds like, too, that it's not just them. It's a it's it's his whole block. And, yeah. yeah. You know, and so when you get that kind of stuff going on, it can have a huge effect. Well, and I think, too, that it's okay to keep a moving scale. Absolutely. Of, like, you can't, I think, and I think you learned this lesson the hard way last year, that if you go into something and you've said that this is the only way that it can be and it's absolute concrete, there, in, in certain situations in life in general, I believe that's okay, and you probably should do that, meaning that I'm going to achieve this no matter what it takes. When it comes to hunting, there's so many variables that you can't control. You can, in life, you can control how hard you work. You can control who you hang out with. You can control where you work. You can control the skills you learn. When it comes to hunting, that you can control several of those factors, but you can't control if somebody else kills that deer. You can't control where that deer is going to go. Weather. You can't control the weather. You can't control what the farmer does. Um, and so then you end up putting yourself in a position where you're putting all this weight on yourself and you have a goal that's unattainable because it may not even be there anymore. Right. <laughs> Sounds Nick, like a do tough me a goal. Favor, look up on your phone, see what coo- I would agree. <laughs> what a Pope and Young Coos deer is. Hey, that's not I was, fair. I was like, because he to, was there. C-O-U-E-S. I was gonna have to get you I was like, I'm gonna have to get him a psychiatrist by the end of the season. I thought so too. Uh, me me three. I mean, I think the whole family was ready to have an intervention for Easton. Yeah. It's just a deer, bro. That's well, a sh- I, we should make that a shirt. It's just, just a, a deer, deer, bro. Whatever. We should. I, I want to see what he comes up with because I can't remember what the number is because I don't know what exactly what he scores. It's seventy, I think. That's what I th- or, 60. or sixty-seven or something like. Are you saying Pope and Young? Pope I could and run Young and grab my, my 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 well, he'll look computer map has here. all of them. While he's looking that up, we have. I think I missed this last week. So Warren's wild facts, and I'm going to give you two today. Warren's wild One. or wacky facts? I thought it was a wacky fact. One mosquitoes are attracted to people who just ate bananas. So do not eat bananas. So throw bananas at people you don't like. Just freaking <laughs> cover them in bananas, and then you won't have any mosquitoes Well, on I think you. they have to eat it, though. Oh. And then boanthropy is the psychological disorder in which patients believe they are a cow. Boanthropy. Boanthropy. They, think that they literally think they're a cow? Yes, it's a medical-diagnosed psycho- psychological disorder. Disorder Bovine. in which patients believe they are a cow. So, a so I think that has three is... things that are interesting to it real quick, though, is could it be a major benefit if you had, like, elk anthropy or something, where you think you're an elk? Because now you can think like them. That doesn't mean that you can you know actually what think to... like, no, that means that you have a mental disability that you think that you're something you're, you're not. You're getting so <laughs> in that space, man. You'd know what grass to eat, you yeah. know, where. You could put yourself in that position anyway. And every time you, a girl I, you walked by, I you'd be is... pissing on your neck. That would go over really well at parties and stuff like that. Hey, whatever. Speaking of the devil, that makes a lot more sense as the Warren. <laughs> no, you know what I'm wondering is 
the all the the horse people that run around on the horse pogo no, stick things. Find it? Yeah, the furries. Maybe they have this. No, that one's just a horse girl. Yeah, but I mean, it ain't that much different than the the ones. <laughs> no, because that, the ones they don't sit in the litter box horse. and stuff in school is just freaking. No, that's a furry. Wild. That's a furry. You have to, yeah. Horse Where do you girls guys come up with this stuff. It's not us coming up with it. It's I'm, Subway. I know it's real. Yeah. I've heard of all the that. guy that has a crush on you from Subway. That's where I learned it all. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. Anyways, which dad is super dude. respectful and was always really nice to this guy. But boy, he did have a man. Crush he on hit you. on dad harder than. Well, dude, I wish yeah. he was higher up. <laughs> I wish he was higher up in Subway because we would have absolutely had a Subway sponsorship. No go. doubt. Seventy is. Typical, 80 is non-typical. 70 is typical? Okay, so I killed a missed It's, it's technically cow's deer, too. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. I don't think so. <laughs> it is. Warren's already we, got that go. Manoba, blah, blah, or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that word is you just said. <laughs> how how you think of cow? Go find a new Mexican oh, and ask on. him. Okay, coos, cows, whichever. My point was going to be is we're talking about a white-tailed deer. He is kind of of the white-tail yeah, it's a uh, species. species. And he doesn't even make 70 because he missed Pope and Young by half an inch. He was 69 and a half. Yep, and I was freaking about to pee my pants when I saw him. I was like, and we're talking this little tiny rack, and it was so freaking cool that I was like, First of all, I didn't even think he was close to Pope and Young because I'm used to seeing the 150 yeah. inch deer kind of here, and here comes this little thing with this little rack. And but I know that it's smaller, but he's got a rack. I mean, he's he's a basically an uh, eight point with an extra kicker. Yeah. And I mean, I just remember how my heart felt, and I'm shooting. You know, I'm shooting, and I'm extremely excited about it. Well, it probably helped, too, that you'd been sitting over a bucket for three days before that. Yeah, not seen any. I hadn't even seen a bird. Yeah. So I was pretty pumped when I saw the two does and then him. Well, I think that always is consistent, though, because, like, when when we go out to Montana occasionally and stuff still, I see a 140-inch whitetail out there, and I'm, like, freaking out. Like, that's a giant, you know, just because I I do know that out there, that's, that's top end. You know, that's a big, big deer, where here... You know, at least in the summer, 140s, you're probably driving past. You know, like, ah, I'll go to another one. Just yeah, it's all relative to where you live. Yep. And we happen to live in, if, if Iowa is not the number one, it's in the top five of the best places in the world to live for Whitetail. You would know, you would know Still more. To, comes along and, uh, what the heck? Let's see how you say coos deer. Who are you asking? Somebody that looks like they know history. Oh, Ask that's Google. I tried. Google doesn't know. Uh, you would know more about that than him or I, though, because I, I other than I've hunted here, Missouri, oh, no. one time, and Montana, which Can't, I will say, Kansas the one rivals it. The two Can't, days I spent in Missouri, yeah, if my buddy had been uh, a little more astute on his cameras and stuff. I think the neighbors had killed a 200 the, the day we pulled uh-huh. in to go look at this piece. Wrong like, word. Big, big <laughs> I got it to pronounce dictionary for me. You don't need dictionary. It's okay. It's not a big deal. All right. Well, we're good. We got several words that we all argue about that how they're pronounced. What is See, the it's one? not even like a word. Like, if you type into dictionary, it doesn't even know what coos is. Are you spelling it C-O-U-E-S? Yes. Yeah. doesn't know what it is, man. 
Yeah, it's it's pronounced cows. Which is the only reason I remember that is because it's so weird. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I've heard people arguing how you pronounce aluminum now too. How else no, that just depends it? on if you're British or normal. I don't know, but they they pronounce <laughs> it differently. I can't even say the way the, the other way. Aluminium. Alum, aluminium. It's what? Aluminium. That's what I think yeah. people are oh, saying. That's a debacle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the correct way. Uh, debacle, Good job. Yeah. You've come a long ways oh, since we started. Yeah. <laughs> debacle is correct. I meant to say tobacco. used to be saying. Was it tobacco? Yeah. I mix them up now even more than ever. <laughs> I well, meant to say the wrong funny, one. That's I the right one. I used to say the right one. I didn't know it. What's funny is several of the reviews that people sent in, they started with debacle is all they said, just yeah. so that you would know, and then they wrote the review. Well, see, I thought they were making fun of me, so they were putting the wrong one, not... No, they are putting the right one. Yeah, see, that's why I'm so confused. Me I'm, I'm so all sorts of screwed up. I took that out of my dictionary. You just have a dictionary? that you... My vocabulary. Like okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I I hope that we uh, I don't think I've ever not confused you guys <laughs> any more than we've confused ourselves. I think, but I do think that today was fun as far as posing the question: Where are you? You know, where are you in your hunting career? I, like, I think Easton's probably correct. There might be someone might correct us and say they think there's more than three classifications, but those three cover the the big gamut of people, and it's okay to be in any one of them. You can be a meat hunter, and and you'll hear them all. You can't eat the horns. You know, or eat the antlers, or however. That's, yeah, because it's not horns, anyways. So, but well, I think you'll know too when you get to a different uh, level, or or you you'll know when you when you want to try to accomplish something new or different. Right. I think it'll make it pretty apparent. The, the only thing that we get really you got to be careful of is when you throw in that trophy connotation is the outside not hunters, because. I think at heart, everyone's got some of that trophy hunter in them. They're all look, everyone's sitting there hoping the biggest will walk by. Well, there's two versions of a trophy hunter is the issue. Like, well, if you have like, like in Africa, the amount of poaching they have is they call those poachers trophy hunters. Right. So that's a really bad one to be related to. The with. other they one call is. call them trophy hunters over there? A lot the of poachers. them were because they're killing them solely for like their ivory. Right. Their and that's what, I, that's what like we that. don't want is someone. I thought that was the Chinese doing it on the black market and stuff. Like for oh, rhino they're all in on it. You they're the ones buying them it. either. Yeah, but Africa. Oh, they're not the ones. They're, they're not the ones shooting the, the. Oh, no. It's a lot well, of Most of the, are, the locals are the ones that are killing them. But that's still poaching. But they're but they're a trophy hunter because they're only taking the tusks or they're taking the hand of the gorilla or whatever it is that they're <laughs> that's a legit they thing it's a legit dude. deal what? not kidding that is a thing what's the benefit like, of a gorilla hand worth, like i think it's like lots, tens of lots thousands of money I, for whatever reason i don't know all, all the benefits of why they take the things they take what there's, some, with there's some, some kind of history behind it there so. is i believe i think a lot of it is aphrodisiac is driven some of it some what of is aphrodisiac? it meaning it's a sex that it enhances oh, their sex. Okay. okay, that was the rhino horns. We need a rat. That's what, what all the antlers world? are. Uh-huh. That's what all oh. the antlers That doesn't answer. Now the gorilla hand's getting real weird, my man. Dude, well, the I'm rhino horns are even weirder. One of them. That's disgusting. We need to end this podcast. <laughs> well. The rhino horn got me, man. That is. Ugh. Think about the gorilla hand. Warren, the rhino's <laughs> a lot worse. Okay. Depends Today, on I will are. be doing the one to sign us <laughs> off. We talked about a lot of things that were very beneficial, and maybe we just sound dumb. Maybe we don't. Maybe you have a different opinion. So whatever it is, do us a favor. And Apple guys, go ahead and catch up to the Spotify guys. You're very close on our reviews. And Spotify guys, if you really want to stick it to them, you know, 
keep it rolling. And uh, the next time we do a giveaway, we'll leave it to me or dad because Warren can't figure it out. So with that being said. I don't see you giving stuff This is the, the Rays family. The Rays Hunting Podcast signing off. We out.